0: This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests appear on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline.
1: The
2: fun that's just made from boots. Okay, gather around, gather around the radio. Cue the drink in three. Two, one, ignition. Collectors, hobbyists, and sports fans around the globe. It's Text, message, and tweet your friends. Here, with the latest news, events, and hobby happenings, the Fat Packs from Beckett Radio, Paul and Eric. Wait, strike that. <clears throat> Is it Eric and Paul?
1: Either way. Ready to collect stuff. Beckett Radio is now live,
0: and we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are EMP. This is the Fat Packs Podcast, and it is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club and Monster Breaks. What's up, Paul? Saw dude. Saw man. How are you doing today? It is
1: butt talks early.
0: It is butt talks early. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sparty Hawk. we we have no phone interviews this week but uh, he has been a great sponsor of the show Uh, the the first part of this year here and I just want to give him a shout out tell everybody to go check him out on ebay ebay and uh, everywhere you can find him he's all over the place he he is that he's a card whisperer (laughs) he has probably tagged you in something so uh, go check him out go check out Sparty Uh, tell him the fat pack sent you give him some love but uh, no phone interviews this week. We have two sit-down interviews, at which we'll get down uh, a little, little later. Okay.
1: But uh, before we do that, let's get into uh, what's new, new out there. Dude, we got a few things out this week. Um, it, it's kind of funny that this product comes out when it does. Okay. But it's uh, 2018 tops opening day. Oh. I really think they should schedule it like opening, opening day. day. That yeah. would be kind of cool. But anyway, um, it's out uh, pretty basic, just like the years past. We're uh, running about $30 a box. You're going to get 36 packs. In this box, uh, you got your one on one plates, a uh, few different autographs, uh, normal subsets. Kind of geared towards, I would say, the the definitely the set collectors and, and more towards kids. So okay, the affordability. But the, that is out actually on Friday because today is Wednesday. I don't today know if is, Wednesday. Today
0: is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Good good reasoning for the show on Wednesday. We'll get to that in a minute. But you say you say uh, opening day. Cracknell's already got a post up on Beckett of all the variations. Not of all the variations, but of the
1: variations. Of the variations. Okay, perfect. Awesome, then. So go check that out on Friday. Uh, Also on Friday, uh, 2018 Panini Stars and Stripes, a little USA action, Yes, drops on Friday. Um, Five packs, eight cards per pack, uh, run about $70 a box, but you're going to get 30 base cards. They have actually broken down. It's pretty cool. 30 base cards, five base parallels, and five autos or mem. So that's how, okay, your, that's right. how your 40 cards are going to come out to you. Uh, and that drops on Friday, about 70 a box. So I'm going to skip this one and flip over to my backside of the page. 2018 FIFA World Cup. Okay. The Russian uh, sticker collection um, is dropped. It is out and about And um, you can get that now. Um, Big stuff, man. I mean, obviously, with the World Cup coming up, um, Panini does a great job with their stickers. Uh, You get an album, run about two bucks for the album. um, And then the 50 pack boxes run 50 bucks. Okay. Okay. All right. So you get 250 stickers in a box. The kicker. There's over 650 stickers in the set. Wow! So looking at a couple boxes, um, but again, still affordable. Sure, still yeah. affordable. And this is definitely the um, the creme de la creme for for soccer fans out there. Yeah, um, trying to get all your stickers. There's uh, 50 foils uh, this year in the sticker set, and. Um, Yeah, go get you some, man. Who's
0: pricing those? We need those pricing numbers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right, Brian. Poor Brian. All right, and this is kind of the reason why we're doing the show today. Yeah, whole reason. I'll I'll give a quick preview here. Um, Panini, 2017-18 Panini Mosaic Basketball uh, drops today. Sure. 10 a.m. The reason why I say 10 a.m. is because it is a completely online distributed set. Or, or box. It's the only way you can get it is online. You got to go to iCollectPanini.com uh, com. Yep, and um, check it out at ten a.m. Central Time. Get you some while you can. They're a hundred dollars a box. Beautiful, beautiful cards. We'll talk about them later on in the show. Um, but you can get uh, up to twelve boxes um, per transaction today. So check it out, man. It's uh, looks a looks you know. It's very similar to last year's, and last year's was so popular that they mm-hmm. decided to do it again.
0: It's so. A, uh, uh, yeah. Well, again, we'll talk about it later. Uh, later in the show, but w- uh, we got to see some of it up, c- up close and personal yesterday. Really cool stuff for sure. Liked it a lot, and uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how this this happens because these online products sell out quick. So they do better go quick. <laughs> the whole point of us <laughs> doing the show today again was because this is coming out today, right? And um, we we have a couple of segments about it later. And we want to get this up, so I guess we need to finish this quickly so we can get it up before ten. Before so ten, before, yeah. so
1: people know what's going yeah. on. Yeah,
0: man, we're we're hustling, 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 hustling. Doesn't right. happen much. Nah, not much.
1: <laughs> um,
0: new pro, new new pricing wise, heritage. That was it. That's a lot, though. That is a lot. That is a lot. That is a that's a killer set, man. How you know you you pay attention to this little bit closer more closer than I do uh, just because of uh, the nature of the business but the
1: Otani uh, heritage is it still is it hot is it yeah I mean the red signature uh, they do those red ink signatures are real whatever they call them real, ones. The real um, ones yeah out of 67 I mean they're over three grand Wow So uh, his base signature uh, run anywhere from 900 to twelve hundred dollars somewhere in that range so okay um, his base cards they're short prints sure um, they run 150 to 200 so Wow. Get you some Otani. Clearly, get you some Otani. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's heritage. And the the Panini ones have kind of followed suit. I mean, the Donruss ones are rocking as well. So, sure. um, get you some Otani while you can. It's going to be, uh, fun, I guess. It is. It's going to be something a, that people will be chasing awesome. all year. Yeah. yeah as long as, okay. you know, if he comes in and puts up half the numbers that they think he's going to, it'll be Otani hunt all year.
0: You might not have noticed this, but I, I did, uh, his Donruss, I think they say rated prospect, not rated rookie. Yes. That's uh, interesting to me.
1: Yeah, there's some, some... I don't know why they did that exactly. I did see that, but I need to... He's not man. a rookie yet because he hasn't played a game. He hasn't played a, a game, game yet, yet. You know? yeah. Something so. like that. So we'll see. All right. But, well, there you go. Rated prospect. Man, uh, get your bracket filled out? Um, I do. I do. I don't like it. Yeah? Um. So I will... Be doing that later today again. Don't, again Don't listen to this, Brian. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just didn't like it. I filled it out. Just don't like it. So, speaking of Brian, and well, uh, I, I, all right, first I brought up the
0: bracket because we haven't. We usually do a bracket contest for the show. And we haven't got that up yet, but it'll be up later today. I'll get it up. Okay. Because uh, I need to fill mine out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fill mine. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we'll go. Anyway, Brian. Uh, something a miracle happened. A small miracle. In, in the way of miracles, go. Uh, really? He listened to the show. Get our boss. Our boss. Our boss took the time to listen to the show. Now, here's the thing in the now, podcast how bad was the criticism. No, no, no. Here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing in podcasting world. Like you can speed it up to, like one and a half, two times speeds. You probably did something like that. I'm oh, so sure <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, through. Yeah. But uh, he actually came over and gave us a compliment. You weren't here, but he said, you like, you guys did a good job." Like, wow. like. Well, wow. if you would have listened to the show. Like you, you, we've been telling you this, if you were just— <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which one did he listen to? He listened to the last one with Dan Pashman. Oh, with on the food it. on, yeah. Okay. But, uh, he caught the wrestling pastor and uh, what's up, Josh? I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, it was fun having you on last week, and then Dan Pashman as well. That was a lot of fun too. So uh, he he listened to the show. The whole point of that show last week was to get Brian to listen to it. And there you go. We accomplished it.
1: I wonder if he'll do it this week. Probably not. This no, year, probably you, not. Probably it's, not. It's not soccer. It's not soccer. Yeah, no, it's not soccer. But if we a, do a whole show on soccer, then maybe he'll listen. Yeah,
0: a whole show on soccer. That's uh, All right, so that's the opening segment, and I'll set up the rest of the show for you. We are celebrating National Women's Month, and as we told you last week, we're going to bring you a interview with a woman, whether in hobby or sport. And this one, I couldn't have been more pleased with. Whew, I man, can't, way to start, man. I cannot tell you. I like. I was like her name was presented to me. Her name is Stephanie Car- Stephanie Carlson. She is a wonderful person uh, who works at V. Uh, she's the V P of manufacturing. Yes, at uh, Panini. I cannot tell you. I was a little intimidated because she kind of she kind of had that vibe about her. But we sat down with her and she was beautiful and she was. She, she knew
1: what she was talking about. We could have talked to her for hours. Yeah. I think she wanted to keep talking. I think so, too. So it was her first interview, but it, she was like, yeah, yeah, I like this.
0: That's the other thing. She's been in the hobby for 28 years. Yep. And this is the first time anybody's ever thought to interview her. Yeah. That's crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely do on a follow up with her. Yeah, that was such a great... Such a great interview. I hope you guys enjoy that. And then on the other side of that, uh, it's an all panini episode, evidently, because we have Tracy Hackler on, and we're breaking down Mosaic, uh, bringing it to you first here on the Fat Packs podcast. He, he Tracy comes in and, and breaks down things, and the only way Tracy knows how to do, and that's like full-fledged excitement. And he and Mosaic is something
1: to be excited about. It is, man. It's got uh, like nine or ten different parallels, and yeah. it's just, gosh, just beautiful, so... Digging it for sure. All right. So those are our two interviews.
0: Again, no uh, no, no, Sparty Hawk uh, hotline this week, but thank you again, Sparty, for hooking us up uh, and being part of the show. But let's just jump right into it. You guys hang tight, and we'll be back on the other side with Ms. Stephanie Carlson. Hi, this is Adam Popple from Popple Sports, and you're listening to the Fat Pack. all right guys we're back after that quick break nice opening segment but here we are with uh well i want to call it uh, it's a first ever it is absolutely it's a first ever we are sitting down celebrating national women's month stephanie carlson of panini i'm gonna let you introduce yourself stephanie please tell us who you are and what you do here at panini
2: I'm Stephanie Carlson, and I'm the Vice President of Manufacturing for Panini, and I've been making trading cards for about 28 years.
0: And that's why we're having her on. <laughs> yes,
1: that is awesome. That that's, is the key. Like to, we thought we had cool jobs, yeah, but that sounds <laughs> a lot cooler than what she we
0: do. She has been in the hobby for 28 years. Okay, what brought you into the hobby? Having
2: I was doing um, manufacturing at a, a different kind of educational. Firm and the gentleman who hired me at that firm went to work for Score Trading okay. Cards, and then convinced me to drive every day from Plano all the way to Arlington <laughs> uh, to work in this industry.
0: So you you must have been good at what you did then. If he if he convinced if he wanted I think to bring that, yeah, yeah I'd
2: like to think so sure. <laughs> and you've been in, you've
0: been here you've been in the hobby for 28 years. How long have you been with Panini?
2: I've been with Panini since they purchased Donruss. I was with. Okay. I was with Donruss Playoff at the time that they purchased Panini and had been there, well, I guess really, I started with Score in 1990. All right. Um, Then Score was sold to the group that did Pinnacle. Right. And the lady who had owned Score branched off and created Playoff, and we started with football trading cards. Mm -hmm. Then over some number of years, obviously, Pinnacle bought Donruss, and then they wound up in financial trouble, and the lady who had originally owned Score bought all of that back oh, wow. and reincorporated it into Donruss playoff okay uh, i then had a short stint from about 1999 to 2002 where i went and did um manufacturing for wizards of the coast
0: you, kind you of
2: in the pokemon heyday
0: took you up there to the seattle area absolutely uh, we had we had this conversation uh, off air about seattle and um maybe not a big fan of the uh, of the area not,
2: not, not a huge fan I mean I, I have children and they always played sports and so when you play sports in the Seattle mm-hmm. area in those conditions is is pretty different than playing sports in Texas and sure. stuff so it, sure. it was it was quite an adjustment
0: um as a, I'm sorry Paul I cut you no, off you're there good, but man. as a as were you born
2: and raised here in Texas I am a native Texan. okay
0: so going to Texas to Seattle is is, is a huge culture shock
2: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so there's I, something I, wrong with wearing fleece to a baseball game yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, i can understand that um paul what, what were you gonna before i cut you off oh, no, you i say? was
1: just gonna say that um yeah i can only imagine like your your rain schedule was unbelievable for your four <laughs> kids trying well to yeah get I, into I called the, to the games and whatnot i
2: called a coach uh, my daughter was gonna practice with a soccer team and it was it started raining and so i called her coach and said so is practice canceled or mm-hmm. delayed and he went well, why and i said well because it's raining and he said ma'am if we didn't practice in the rain yeah. we'd never practice yeah. so i was like okay well in texas you wouldn't do it because you wouldn't want to tear up the fields and right, stuff right, like right, that so right, yeah right. it's absolutely that's 180 crazy. degrees different
0: Co- yeah completely different culture um uh, okay that's enough of that let's, yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about wizards of, the, wizards of the coast i want to start there because that's a company that um i mean as as collectors, we, we don't think about it, but they've they've produced pretty cool cards for years. They, they make magic for for God's sure. sake. So, um, what, tell us about your your time and experience with Wizard. Uh,
2: actually, it was fairly similar to fairly basic trading cards that were produced in in the early '90s and stuff. Um, most of it's ink on paper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have some you know cool patterned foils and mm-hmm. and things like that, but. From the standpoint of of that kind of printing versus what you see in trading cards today it's really pretty basic print it was it was interesting and challenging based on the volumes and the the worldwide um, reach that it had and the number of languages that you had to manufacture in and therefore you know dealing with companies manufacturers overseas as well as as in the states and like I say the biggest problem was every every sales meeting it was you know can we get more Pokemon can we get more Pokemon right <laughs> so yeah,
1: I remember the time man. they used to have you'd sell it sell on the website and it was only on there for like a, a few minutes and it'd be sold out and yeah then no one had it I mean the local card stores didn't have it Toys R Us was sold out of it I mean I can only imagine the demands that were on you to keep yeah. producing it like it should be like a 24-hour like operation at that point Probably just keep the print. Let's keep the business yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, obviously, we were dealing with. Uh, they didn't don't physically manufacture there in the in the Seattle area, so mm-hmm. we were dealing with uh, manufacturers across the country and, quite frankly, around the world. But sure. Yeah, it's a. It was a pretty twenty four seven kind of Gosh, that's manufacturing a situation.
1: That's that's nuts. Yeah, I remember those days. I worked at a card shop at the time, and <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> it was right.
0: nuts. So then you, you come back here to uh, the great state of Texas, and uh, you guys. You take off. Uh, with, you said Donruss playoff, right? Mm-hmm. And at the time, that was only a football license. Is that correct?
2: Well, when I first. Came back, I mean, w- with the, the reacquisition of Donruss and stuff, that mm. there was a baseball, license, baseball but license, but then that yeah. shortly after that was when when that organization lost the baseball license and they went more to single source kind of thing. Okay. So, so then we were back to, yes, just football. Uh, we did some Dragon Ball Z and a few other kinds of entertainment things, but primarily just just a football license.
0: Just a football license. Uh, what were some of the challenges of just having the singular license then?
2: Well, I mean, obviously it's a challenge to make only one sport be f- financially sound enough to, you know, to support a whole company. I sure. mean, we didn't do nearly as many releases back then mm-hmm. and so you certainly had gaps of time that you were looking for things for people to do. I mean, mm. quite frankly, we could have just shut down between Christmas and New Year's or thing, you know, things like that where now in the situation with panini i mean there's there's not a lull anytime, anytime. And so it's it's just um it's it's way better don't get me wrong we'd right. all <laughs> have to be way busier <laughs> right. than than you know back then but you know you just had to use people wisely and so you were you were a fairly lean staff and mm-hmm. lots of people did multiple jobs and you know just to to get through
1: sure yeah because because now football's you know it's 365 days a year you guys are putting out right. products all year long same with right. basketball. anything that you guys do so that uh definitely keeps the lights on for yeah, sure
0: it definitely keeps the lights on uh we asked off air if you were a collector of anything and you said if anything it would be usc stuff but you don't seek it out with that being said you've probably seen some of the coolest cards <laughs> in the history of of collecting cards probably,
2: absolutely yeah uh, I mean, yeah. It,
0: does anything come to mind when, when, you, when you think about some of the coolest things you've seen?
2: Well, pr- I, I probably think of some of the more recent things. Um, and some of the coolest things to me are the things that were difficult to manufacture okay. and then came out like you expected. So probably the coolest thing I think we've done for a while is... Um, when we put the – when when USA Soccer changed their logo and did the new logo and mm-hmm. we did their entire logo in mm. diamonds and rubies and, sure. and sapphires. And we'd never – we had put single stones in cards and things like that, but – and this is just off the top of my head I, – I think that card had probably somewhere 60 to 80 stones in it and figuring out the, the mathematics of how close they could be or mm-hmm. how many you could put in – whether it's columns or rows or, or things like that and uh, you know, that we managed to get it made in the first try is sure, you know, was spectacular for me.
0: Going to print with something like that is it, yeah. it's mind boggling first of all. Uh-huh. And then it has to be very intimidating too, because if it doesn't come out right on the first time, I mean how many process how many how yeah. many more so, are yeah. you gonna have to do, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not something you wanna try over and over, but I mean obviously that that was the thought that mm. I mean, we were very hopeful that we'd managed to get it made in about two or three tries. We'd have been very happy sure. with that. Awesome. But, you know, got it on the first one, so it was good. Awesome,
1: perfect. <laughs> perfect. Sweet. All right. So, what is so? You've seen tons of products, just like you was talking about. What what is what was the first product that you actually worked on? You said you worked at Score in 1990. Was it actually, um, the
2: very first product I worked on was probably I was trying to think whether it was Score baseball or. Football. I started in June, so it might have been. It could have been either one. I mean, obviously, baseball season was Mm -hmm. still in full swing, and football was coming up close. But so it was probably either one of the others of those. That was missed '89 football by you know just a little bit. (laughs) bit, (laughs) So.
0: Um, Geez, the Score had a big hockey presence then too. And Mar- yes, we uh, did. Martin, Martin Brodeur's rookie card. Yeah, yeah. So well, and, and that's when you know yeah.
2: we did, we did the first kind of little exclusive autograph deal with Eric Lindros. Right, and then exactly. He did the little I think it was a five card set of autographs yep. or something like that. It sure so. was.
1: Yeah, and then he had a baseball card. And too, then he had a baseball <laughs> and card. And 91. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Ni- yeah ninety one. I think it was the do traded you,
0: set. Do you have a favorite product that maybe you worked on in the nineties that you were, you were pr- real proud of?
2: Hmm. I, it was uh, probably one of the the fun things that I worked on. That is probably fairly commonplace now. Was the first time we printed on leather. Okay. Uh, you know, to figure out whether you had a foil stamp and then print on top of that, or whether you could get ink make it stick to leather and things mm-hmm. like that. We did the little football shaped oh, yeah, cards yeah, yeah. with the players on. Them. That was a playoff product. Right. Um,
0: playoff I think it was in I think it was in
2: the, uh, yeah, it was it was in the early nineties or, or somewhere in the nineties. was called like
0: hog wild or well pig we did, skins or yeah,
2: yeah we did pig skins and yeah. we did hog wild mm-hmm. and um we probably had another neighbor had a, or two yeah
1: you had one, one in the, the like momentum that. i can't think of the name of it but yeah you've done that design a couple of times yeah, yeah those, those, are fun. those are cool for sure you
0: find them in uh absolute now yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was
2: al- it was always fun to talk to whoever we were doing manufacturing with and say oh we've got this idea we want to try <laughs> yeah. and everybody's kind of like well it seems like we ought to be able to do this you know you just kind of talk through it and mm-hmm. go Seems like it ought to work, but then when you start trying to actually do it, sometimes sometimes you run into some issues and stuff.
1: So have you had to scrap a lot of products over the years? Has there been something that you just had to – that just wouldn't work?
2: Uh, Not that immediately comes – I can't think of anything that we – that we attempted for a product that before we launched even that product we said this just this it, it just doesn't you. work. We may have done some testing for some ideas that that we never managed to get to get rolling and okay. stuff but once we kind of committed to put it in a product it may not have exactly looked like we had originally <laughs> intended, <laughs> right. but sure. you know, but we felt like it was it was still quality product and obviously the consumer didn't know what the original concept was. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kinda go, well, that's not exactly what I thought it would be, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, as long as they like yeah. it. As long as yeah. they buy it, that's all that matters. Yeah. But sure. Probably the one where we did the the video trading cards were the
0: uh, yes. <sighs> most uh,
2: <laughs> some of the most challenging oh, sure. we've done. That probably didn't turn out as well as we hoped.
0: I remember those. Uh, Yeah, Justin Blackman. Justin Blackman. I pulled a Justin Blackman. I want to get it because Upper Deck did one too. That kind of came out around the same time. Uh, So it was – I'm sure the challenges were were great on both sides. But, yeah, those video trading cards were kind of – a. Kind of a big, kind of a big deal, and then they kind of went, woo, Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you you have also been a part of some really cool hand correlated products, uh, obviously, uh, as you as you run things here. So, yeah. um, h- how does how does the hand correlation process work? I mean, I don't want you to tell me all the secrets about what goes into what pile or whatnot, but I mean, is it that's got to be a challenge too, right?
2: Well, it is a challenge, and and certainly they have been products that are high value and high cost, and our product development team is certainly um, highly focused on making sure we have the kind of value equation in, in every box. And, and you want to um, make sure, you know, that if you're getting eight or ten cards that you're not getting duplicates in teams or you're not getting duplicates in players, even though it could be a different kind of card or mm-hmm. a different right. set. You, know, you just want it to be as varied and have the value equation there as possible, so once the, the cards are all made, um, we let the, the manufacturer collate into some kinds of groups for types or value or things like that. And then the, the product dev guys, along with some production people and a few other people from time to time, maybe out of customer service or acquisition, people that would still understand value and know some of those kinds of things go down. And we literally set it up on tables and they... You know, you have one from this tray and one from that tray and one from mm-hmm. the next tray, and um, they walk down and kind of pick out the cards they want that they think deliver the value, and then kind of review them and go, okay, yeah, I know I don't have any duplicates, or I do. Oh, here's here's the a uh, same team. Let me let me get a different one here, and then we pack them up. But it's, it's interesting to watch those guys after they stand out on the factory floor because we set it up in the on the same factory floor and they're like oh my feet hurt oh, oh. my back hurts <laughs> oh, my. I said, okay you, s- you see all these people they stand up and do this every day oh, all sure. day every day so right, right, right. so think about having you know good appreciation for for you know what goes into this manufacturing
0: that's a that's a tough process that i don't want to be a part of <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no but i want to see the process though yeah yeah we have we missed out on going to get to see the
2: process we yeah. definitely have to go over there and yeah. see how it works yeah that's for sure
1: that's
0: definitely for sure. All right, we've been told that you—if this place would shut down if you weren't here.
2: Oh, that's certainly that, not true. <laughs> that's what we were
0: told, and uh, by multiple people, by multiple well, people, they're very kind. Um, so um, what? What's a day to day for you like? What? What do you? What do you? What do you come and do?
2: Well, um, I live in Plano, and our manufacturing facility is in Allen, so that is my first stop every day is to go to the manufacturing facility. So I'm mm-hmm. usually there between a quarter to seven and seven. I okay. kind of walk the floor, see what's going on, you know, talk to people, see if there are issues, see if they've had things uh, kind of go wrong. And, and it's interesting because, you know, sometimes you think you've given very clear instruction, okay, but there are times that I walk by and go, oh, wow, that's not it. You know, so um, it allows me an opportunity, and I'm not saying I catch a lot of things that have gone wrong, but it, it gives you an opportunity oh, yeah. to see that and for people to put a face with an organization and hopefully then they care a little more because they know you and they they take pride and and they want to be very helpful and and right. they are they really are a true partner for us
3: mm-hmm.
2: um so i then get in here and probably like everybody then spend a reasonable amount of time going through emails sure. and, and information like that we have a number of set meetings every week whether it's with production groups on the status of um, operations of everything, because my groups include the photo editors, the people who do imaging, the people who actually build the cards, the people who write the copy, the people who cut the memorabilia and pull the autographs and all that kind of stuff. So clearly I have, you know, uh, contact with all those groups to make sure we're reasonably on schedule, as reasonably on schedule as you can yeah. kind of be in this industry. Right. right. Um, you know, then some of it is, you know, what pops up and needs to be solved and just, you know, sure. general stuff.
1: So Sh- basically the place would shut down if you were <laughs> not here. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> that is a lot of daily duties, but that's awesome, man.
0: How much How much can a, shovel, a schedule shift uh, f- back or forward if something is not right? Or or if something is right. Maybe maybe you're ahead of schedule. I mean, is it weeks? Is it days? We
2: we aren't usually that much ahead of schedule, primarily because, you know, we may run into things like, you know, we just had meetings with our distributors, and Mm -hmm. they looked at our portfolio and our list, excuse Mm -hmm. me, and said, um, wow, we think this particular product would be better if it were positioned here two months earlier. Right. Or this one... They barely say this one could slide back. I mean, occasionally they do say, so, you know, it, right. it would be better later in the fall or something mm-hmm. like that. So it becomes complicated. But but we've we've moved some some products forward by four to six weeks. Really, it's it's painful. Okay. It may it may require overtime or it may require a shift in you know because for every cause there's a reaction. Well, you can have this, but there's going to be a mm-hmm. ramification, and we may be back to you to say could. Could this one, if you want this one to come forward, could this one move, move back, back at yeah. least a little, or or some things like that? Um, I have I have great people that that work in in those departments and are, you know, willing to to do overtime if that what that's what it takes to you know do bring something forward or where they think it would be, or you know, people will then have you know, nobody can have a cool idea until it's two days before the National or whatever. Right. But, you know, so, I mean, so, for example, um, the year LeBron went back to Cleveland sure. and the National was in Cleveland. And so, you know, probably a week before that, it was like, it'd be really cool if we could make some cards of LeBron. And certainly we all understood why that would be really cool and why that mm-hmm. would be worthwhile to to try to do. And, you know, we did manage to pull it off. And sometimes it's like, I can tell you, we'll try. I can't guarantee you we'll make it, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll give it every effort and that kind of thing. So um, things do move around. I mean, I can't tell you that nothing ever falls behind, because certainly it does. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could be you, it falls behind because where it's positioned, you still have to wait for maybe photos from a photo shoot or... You know, the leagues are very good with us and work very well with us. But from time to time, it could be you're getting hung up on league approvals or, you know, we're still scrambling to get autographs in or, you know, (laughs) God forbid a piece of equipment goes down at a manufacturer and it just, you know, it's just uh, that that's where you are. So that makes sense.
0: Working with leagues, um, I'm sure, is not always uh, Happy, shiny, rainbow place. It, it, I'm sure it, it has its challenges as well. But uh, you guys seem to pair, partner together well with what you what you're doing, the way the schedule, of products, and everything. And you're juggling many different leagues there. Um, how how do you deal, How do you deal with that and stay on top of that? Because it seems like it would be just a pain in the butt sometimes.
2: Well, it can get complicated and stuff. Uh, basically, we have project management teams that are kind of divided by sport. Okay. So the project manager who deals with the NBA is different than the project manager who deals with the NFL. So okay. that allows them to kind of keep, you know, their little batch of programs, you know, mm-hmm. on track and online. Even if you have, you know, six or eight that need to come at it nearly the same time they're they're not likely to be the same sport and therefore you have somebody dealing with baseball somebody else dealing with football somebody else with basketball
0: sure that's uh much easier than the picture i had in my
2: mind (laughs) (laughs) that one little person running around (laughs) one little little person
0: running on a a hamster wheel just trying to get all that done but that's that makes a lot more sense um Sorry, I sounded so ignorant when I asked that. No, not a problem. Man. We <laughs> so, don't know the process. Yeah, right? we don't. Yeah. Yeah. We don't
1: know. We've never been on this side of things. So
0: has has a league ever told you just flat out no, you can't do this? Sure. Sure. I mean, sure. does it happen often or does it?
2: It doesn't happen. Uh, it doesn't happen very often. Um, the, the example that comes to my mind is when we want to do something that's more like a fans of the game sure. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we may present somebody who is, in fact, a real fan of the game, but for whatever reason, a league doesn't want that that person included in their product. Okay. okay. And sometimes it's just as simple as we don't think they have any affiliation with our sport, per right. se. Okay. Um, and sometimes it's we don't think that's the, the face we want to put out. For our sport or makes me wonder I'm how sure the, there have been some other times but
0: <laughs> makes me wonder how all those dick vitale buccaneers cards got made. <laughs> 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 oh i don't like dick vitale. <laughs> his voice is annoying anyway i'm sure people can say the same thing about me um that that's uh that's interesting that a league would tell you uh would just flat out say no but I'm uh, just like panini they want to protect their protect sure. their brand sure. so it makes total sense i mean that's sense. their job uh, is to protect their brand exactly that mm-hmm. oh, Makes a lot of sense with that stuff. Now, I'm looking around the room, and uh, these three pictures here, uh, first of all, Sterling Sharp. That's amazing. Uh, he was my favorite football player growing up. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense that he's on the wall because I love him. Uh, Marcus Allen and then Rick Meyer of all people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they went. They went two it for had three. Had to be in the right year, you yeah. know. I mean, <laughs> they went yeah. two
0: for three. Yeah, they went two for three. These are cool. Is this is this a l- original playoff art? Is, this, is that what this oh, is? Uh,
2: well, actually, they were they were all painted by um, like a fantasy artist named Julie Bell. Okay. And they were about a six card set in a playoff product in uh, obviously 1994 since that says 94 on the right right in there so uh, those, those are really cool yeah
0: i like those a lot the, is, is there stuff hanging on the wall that here because there's all kinds of stuff hanging on the wall in, in this building do you walk by and go oh i did that or oh i see that oh, yeah, you, yeah.
2: <laughs> especially these kinds of, of set where where we used to a lot of times uh, frame cards out of particular sets okay um you know so you, you'll have base cards and then some of the different inserts and things like that that were in a particular set like i say that one is a leaf brand or whatever quantum
1: leaf from quantum quantum leaf, leaf. 2001. Okay. 2001 yeah
2: yeah you know so yeah unfortunately sometimes when i walk around and say i did that and i didn't it's like <laughs> oof, oof, i'm getting really old a <laughs> lot of these things but yeah now you
1: have a ray lewis piece in your office don't you so is it that, that who that was in your office no. Maybe that wasn't your office. I saw a really cool Ray Lewis piece that had a whole bunch of cards on it. Maybe that was in your
0: office. Yeah, it wasn't your. Yeah, was uh, You have a couple well, of things is on it your, your wall. More something more like, like a collection like that. Yeah, you yeah. have a couple of those on your wall. too. Yeah, I've I got a few of
2: those on my wall. Oh. That could be. I don't know. So, <laughs> and then obviously, you know, you might see the old Diamond Kings paintings way back from when we really did them with absolute artists doing right. paintings and stuff, and then turning that into into card work and stuff. So, what was
1: his name Perez? Right. Who was the guy that did the artwork originally?
2: Oh, actually, we had did a number a of artists. Oh, okay. Yeah, the we works. probably no. dealt with I don't know six to twelve over the years. Oh, okay, uh, w- one person could not have gotten them all painted all this, in yeah. time yeah. To, <laughs> to to do a set. So,
0: so um, I want to ask you one more question. You've been you've been in the hobby for twenty eight years. What do you think the biggest innovation in the hobby has been? I mean, in the nineties, it was it was Jersey cards, you know, and uh, and then you mentioned the the video cards that you guys try to do. What do you think the, the, the thing that's stuck that, like, that you, I don't, I don't well, want to really say I, first one. I,
2: It's not going to seem like an innovation, but but from when I started in this business, mm-hmm. you know, the addition of autographs okay. in in product is probably the, and it was an innovation at the time, Yes, uh, is probably the one that has held and stuck and had the most value and the most longevity and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So many of the things, you know, that's, that's what, there's not a lot of new stuff to sure. do at this stage. Right. So a lot of the things um, that we do now are you can do them a few times and then you got you to gotta let them go. I, I guess the other potential piece of longevity would be doing, um, you know, foil cards and patterned foil mm-hmm. cards, sure stuff yeah. like that.
0: All nineteen color prisms. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but that's what
1: people like, man. They love that rainbow. They like yeah. that it rainbow. Is, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I used to
2: work with a gentleman who said, "Flash is cash." So flash is wow. cash. That was and his That, is, that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is so cool. true on
1: many yeah. levels. Well, mm-hmm.
0: uh, I told you twenty-five minutes, uh, and it's been twenty-five minutes. Wow. So, um, I first of all, Paul and I want to thank you for coming on uh, making the time this is your first interview yes thank you for
2: making me very comfortable (laughs) this is my first interview probably will be my last interview so you know we we hope uh, it's been a pleasure
0: well thank you very much um uh, again we're celebrating uh national women's month and women in sport and in the hobby and uh You've played an important role in the hobby for 28 years, and n- n- people who might not have known your name. So I hope probably that they, not. I hope, and you know
2: th- what? I'm a behind the scenes kind of person, so it's perfectly fine that nobody knows my name.
0: But that's they're going to know it now, and <laughs> I, I'm I'm real happy to uh, have had you on. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. All right, guys, you hang tight, and we'll be right back.
1: Awesome. Hey, this is Marcelo
2: from Markdown Entertainment, and you're listening to Fat Pack Podcast.
0: All right, guys. We're back after that quick break. We did not move rooms. We, we were in the same room. We're fat packs. We, we are, don't move we don't very, move very anyways, fast, but so we did uh, switch guests as Tracy Hackler, the hack, uh, is in here. What's up, Tracy? What's going on, gentlemen? Man, we are uh, psyched to pee here today. We ha- we are celebrating National Women's Month. Yes. And we just had the lovely and very awesome Stephanie Carlson on with us. She
3: is tremendous.
0: That was a great interview. It was our first interview. That's awesome. How did, how did you guys not, like put her on on something before But
3: well, she's usually running around so frenzied okay that she doesn't have time to even breathe okay um and in fact i, I thought you guys were having me on because i have a, a woman's name and, ah. and that was kind of the theme yeah. with, but um Shh, now, how do you find uh, out eric stephanie, <laughs> stephanie is tremendous i've often said that that she uh is the hardest working person in, in this building and maybe outside of this building too she's she does a tremendous job, and it is a wealth of information.
0: She sure was, man. Um, you know what she needs?
1: She needs her own card. She needs a.
0: That's a great need, point. You need to you need to do that. You know, I
3: share an office with a guy that can probably make that happen. She should
1: get her own own card, <laughs> commemorative card or something.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm we should, yeah. you know, industry summit. She should be honored next year. I'm putting her name in. There it is. Yeah, here's the her thing, you know, though.
3: She is the only person that's in control of every card that we make. Right. So, in theory. She could slide her she, card on e- any form that she deals with on a daily basis.
1: That's true. <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. That that's that is.
0: Pretty but true. she's
3: too humble to do that. So, so that's why you have to. We get, need to do it for her. get you your get your roommate it. to do Agreed. that. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Right. Do it. Uh, so what tell you what's not humbling at all is this mosaic that's coming out tomorrow. A uh, first NBA online product only. Right.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. We're we're really excited about it. I mean we've uh, we've had success with our online and endeavor so far whether that's the first off the line mm-hmm. program that we do uh the instant program that we mm-hmm. do and, and now to to deliver our first ever mainstream product as a an iCollectPanini.com panini.com exclusive um it's really exciting obviously the mosaic name and the prism that that combination has worked well mm-hmm. um in the past and with this rookie class and the the Amount of colors and and the sheer hypnotic values of the <laughs> right? of the cards themselves. Uh, we're really excited about how it's going to be received.
1: This product pops, man. You have some of it laid out in front of us. I know they can't see that over the radio, but. It's fantastic looking, man. Just very, very cool. You have like a little bit of each color, some base and some orange and red, purple, gold, green, blue, and I can't even see them all. Yeah. So this that's is, this awesome. is
0: something like if you have epilepsy, you probably shouldn't be looking at it. <laughs> probably
3: <anymore>. not, yeah. <laughs>
1: probably not a good idea. Um,
3: you know, the thing I like about Mosaic specifically is that Prism has this, is such a distinct look and feel to it. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so Mosaic kind of takes that to the next level with uh, having a, a patterned mm-hmm. surface yeah, so that the colors and that patterned surface in concert really makes for a, a card that's uh that has a lot of value aesthetically mm-hmm. as much as uh, a limited print run or an autograph will also add value the look and feel of these also is uh there's a definite value there
0: so run down the product for us uh give us all the details first of all where, where you can get it, you said it a moment ago, but say it again. Yes. And then, like, you know, the checklist. What are we looking at?
3: Okay, so it's uh, available w- starting Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Central okay. Time.
0: All right, so if you're hearing this today, it's probably too late.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's available exclusively at iCollectPanini.com. Okay. Um, and so the the breakdown of the set is three 10-card packs per box.
1: Three 10-card packs, 30 cards per box. Exactly. Okay. Okay. gotcha.
3: So... Each box will deliver um, uh, nine numbered or nine prisms. Okay. And then either a numbered prism or an autograph. Okay. In each box. Okay. Um, and people who go to the site, we're l- limiting it to twelve boxes per transaction. Okay. okay. To to give everybody um, a shot at if it. Fair shot against so. them. Okay. And uh, but the the checklist a hundred cards. Okay. All the top rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, uh, current superstars. Sure. And then the autograph checklist is pretty loaded, too, with the rookies. And as I brought here for you guys on Show & Tell, uh, there's a, a Reggie Miller autograph, gold autograph numbered out of 10.
0: Very nice. And yeah. then a
3: Kevin Love, a Jason Tatum. And then the colors themselves just pop. Uh, awesome. you, know, I was,
0: you know, the colors do pop, Paul. It's like... There is the texture on on top, but that color really shines through that. And the purple ones I'm looking at, I love. Uh, and the orange is really bright, too. So, um, wow,
1: you guys did a really good job with this. Sure. this do, you, do you know the, the, the going price on these?
3: Um, I think the SRP is $100 a box. $100 a box, okay. okay. Uh-huh. Nice. Okay. Um, and it's...
0: Oh, there you go, David Sharp.
3: If you're listening, David Sharp. <laughs> it's too late, but you should call extension three two two because that's the the lovely and talented Terry Martin.
0: Very nice. Um, that uh, that's never happened to us in a podcast before. No, that's pretty cool though. Um, we've yeah. had we've had loudspeakers behind us and like stuff come over uh, announcing signings and stuff, but right. never specifically David Sharp being <laughs> <laughs> requested. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably in <laughs> trouble. He oh, he's, he's, never he. he's never been on the podcast. Has David? he? No, David's well, never. Maybe been there's on. a reason. He's yeah. got a face yeah. made for radio. Yeah. For sure. you know, that is amen.
3: But yeah, so we're really excited about it. Um, we've, uh, as I mentioned at the top, we've had great success with our First Off the Line program mm-hmm. that has um, exclusive elements to it for mm-hmm. First Off the Line boxes, but to, to have a, an entire product available online is really exciting. And it's, um, you know, it's one of 26 NBA products that we do in an average year. So it's not like everything's going online, it's just one product, right. and and you You can get it if you want it, um, and it should be exciting to see how people re- react to it. Sure,
1: very cool. now this product was out last year, right mm-hmm. and it just people loved it. I remember it coming out last year, and people raved and raved and raved, so it's good to see it come back again for a second run. that's awesome
3: yeah, absolutely it's uh it it, it had kind of a limited run last year mm-hmm. um, but to be able to unveil it now, and it kind of falls in the line at least in terms of the following. And the appeal is like a white sparkle does for the that has been a rewards exclusive in the past. That's a good
1: comparison. I like that comparison for sure because it definitely does have that. Those white sparkle cards are fantastic to look at as yeah. well, you know, with the good pop with the white and whatnot. So these are, these are, follow right in right in line with that. I like it. Gonna, go ahead. Go ahead. I
3: was just going to say, it just reiterates again the, the, the value of the parallel of the prism name and of the parallel because there's, if you don't pull that autograph of Lonzo Ball or, mm-hmm. or K D or Kyrie. Right. there's still so much value both aesthetically and monetarily sometimes w- with a gold parallel or a camo parallel. And mm-hmm. you get the right player in the right parallel in are the, almost just, worth
1: more than the auto sometimes, exactly. depending on the situation. In many cases so, they are yeah. for sure. Um,
0: so. how many different parallels do we have? Is there we were joking we said nineteen but is, is there
3: I don't think it's quite nineteen. <laughs> okay. um, so there's base there's red, blue, orange Purple, gold, green, camo, okay, and blue. You didn't work the disco and black in there? one of ones. You didn't work the disco oh, in there. The black. They are
1: one of ones. Are the black ones okay?
3: Black one of ones. Yeah, and if you, but if you put these, if you structure these cards in a way that you that you could have them like on a a globe or, or, or a yeah, bulb yeah, yeah, yeah. and spin it real fast. Disco. You will be thoroughly bedazzled <laughs>
0: <Dazzled>. <laughs> it's awesome it's awesome <laughs> so uh, like paul mentioned this was this was, this came out last year this product this this line did what uh encouraged y'all to bring it back for this season
3: i i think just acceptance okay i mean it's we obviously our, our our optichrome technology is really popular across all sports it's mm-hmm. kind of led to the 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 birth of the optic revolution with domers optic and contenders mm-hmm. optic and but, but the thing I like really about mosaic is that it's not it's not optic I mean it's it takes parts of its allure from optic but because of the mosaic pattern it really makes it feel and look completely different than than optic or base prism right and so I think there's um, th- th- there is a, a a hunger or a thirst for more of this sure Um. And we certainly don't want to uh, enter into the territory of overdoing mm-hmm. thi- this technology. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have yet, but we're certainly cognizant of that. And, and uh, we think a mosaic is unique enough to to not fall in that same genre.
1: It's so cool. Like I'm holding a card now and it looks like it's going to be bumpy yeah. or textured, mm-hmm. but it's, it's that smooth finish, man. It's just awesome. I love it. It's at that. That 3D or I guess maybe 4D effect, whichever one that is. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely digging it.
3: Well, I think it goes back to like I always uh, I've always talked about there, there's more than just monetary value in what we're doing mm-hmm. and what as a collector I've always felt that too. Like a great photo or great technology, I mean there is value there. Mm-hmm. It may not be necessarily re- re- reflected in this month's Beckett, but mm-hmm. <laughs> right. to me personally. The the this technology has value. Sure. And then in concert with the player, the photo, the auto, the the color parallel. I mean, it's uh, it, it really is cool to kind of see how these play out on the secondary market. I like
1: that you brought that up because I think that's been a, like a, almost a lost art in this whole industry. You know, people they they forget about how cool the cards actually look, and they're always focused on you know the dollar figure. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and I
3: get that. I mean, there's right. a, so much of what. We do as collectors um, is driven by the dollar, right? Mm-hmm. But but we didn't start collecting cards because they were valuable. No, mm-hmm. not at we all. We collected them back in back in the Stone Ages when I started. Mm-hmm. We collected them because that's how we found out about our favorite players with the stats and mm-hmm. the, the bios on the back. But but there there's more than just up arrows, uh, right? Th- that m- compel me to collect, mm-hmm. and it is photography or player color. Uh, of the parallel numbering mm-hmm. i mean any number of things
1: sure oh, checklist selection is huge too you get some at reggie miller yeah you pull right. reggie miller auto that's that's amazing
3: mm, yeah know? absolutely and uh, you know there's a lot of superstar and uh, retired legend autographs in here and obviously with this rookie class uh the sky's the limit in terms of you know it's so deep too and there's so many contributors sure. in this rookie class we, you, we're looking at Jason Tatum card but he's one of many sure. I mean, Donovan Mitchell Lori Market and Dennis Smith jr. Josh Jackson I mean the the list goes on and on and on and so that that's another b- benefit to doing a product like this of this year is that the a rookie class is so deep mm-hmm. um, that that chances are if you pull a rookie you're you have be a okay. winner on your yeah. hands yeah, yeah
1: exactly uh,
0: a couple thoughts here first um, I think you guys have done a great thing in keeping the checklist to 100 because then then the the technology on the card it doesn't get overbearing. You know, there's there's only a hundred players that you can get out of yep. this, and uh, uh, it limits it limits the production, and uh, it limits you know who you're going to get. So there's that chase factor in it too. Obviously, yep. you know. Second, uh, you were talking about what why we started collecting because call, cards look cool, you know, or cards uh, you know you, you learned about your your favorite player and you 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 see Reggie Miller. I see Reg- Reggie, and I'm immediately taken back to the garden when he's hitting, you know, three. You hit, you're making 12 points in nine seconds, you yeah. know, and it, it's, uh, it's moments like that that it's the reason I collect things is because, um, it's I want I want to remember that, you know. So the checklist, the names you've added outside of today's players is really great too. I I really enjoy that.
3: Yeah, I agree with you completely, man. There's many times I'm looking at a card and I remember the game that that photo was from, or mm-hmm. or remember a meeting so-and-so at the rookie photo shoot mm-hmm. and, and want to get a you know I've I've turned so many guys I've met at rookie photo shoots or whatever into people I collect mm-hmm. because they're so cool they're nice they're humble they're I had a moment with them at some point so I want to collect their stuff right and I think for each of us man the, the, there's so many different possible explanations of why we collect who we collect mm-hmm. um, but and that makes your point really resonate with the smaller checklist you're not going to pull uh, a dud.
0: Right. Yeah. Like you're going to pull this right.
3: guy on the bench. Right. Exactly. Yeah,
1: you're not pulling
0: that guy. That's uh, I see Kevin Love there too. He had a great story this week. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but, uh, oh, Larry Nance snubbed a kid and then Kevin Love made it great. So Kevin Love who had a, who legit has a medical condition with his anxiety attack. Um, but he made this kid's day because somebody else snubbed him. That makes me want to get that Kevin Love for card. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. It's it's easy with a set like this to get behind guys like that. Uh, you might not get them all, but you can you can queue in on a Kevin Love or you can queue in on a Jason Tatum and just go after those and something like this and make a rainbow that everybody loves. A popular rainbow card. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, man, this is awesome. I like it a lot. This is really cool. For sure. Paul's kicking it back over here. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's well, kicking. Well,
3: I'm going to leave you guys with some of these cards. Maybe you can make some of your. Uh, listeners days as well awesome
1: Absolutely. Be That'd great be great man we'll definitely give some of these away they will uh, they will dig it so give us give us the rundown again where can they get it so
3: go d- run don't walk <laughs> yes <laughs> Depending on when you're listening to the, or hearing this it might be too late yeah. hopefully not um, head to icollectpanini.com okay. um, it'll be there uh, front and center sure s- beginning at 10 a.m. central time wednesday morning uh-huh. um, and it's uh, limited to 12 boxes per transaction So you can get back in line and and get more if you want, but we want to make it uh, uh, stringent enough so that people who want to get in on it Mm -hmm. certainly have that opportunity, and uh, we're excited.
0: Uh, We're excited, too, now seeing it, man. We heard about it all week, but this is awesome. Now, now you guys had uh, Contenders Optic come out this week. Are you going to is just is that next for this is it you going to do the Well
3: I don't know that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still go back to Contenders Optic being a complete surprise to me because I found out about it when Juju Smith Schuster put that on his Instagram oh, yeah, story. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I was like what is that? You know and uh, and I kind of pride myself on on knowing just about everything that's going on from a product development perspective and that one completely took me by surprise uh, and it turned out that it was um that product is smoking. Um, yeah. You know, I think there was some concern initially from the the marketplace that well, you're doing, Contenders Optic, kind of on the heels of Contenders Football, and it you're going to cannibalize it. But but I really don't think it it did at all because Contenders has such a proud history, sure, and legacy with set collectors, and Contenders Optic is just a, a it's a different version. It com- feels completely different. The configuration is completely different, and. They both did really, really well. Sure. So I think it's that's like, it's
1: like marrying your, the two best products. Optin's got such this, this a momentum now that's, that's gaining. Exactly. You put it with that, it, it's definitely a win. And
3: again, so. we, we certainly don't want to uh, infringe on doing, d- doing that too much. But I think b- based on the continued success of the brand uh, and of the technology, I think We're not in any danger of that.
0: I don't think so either. That's cool. all. All right, guys, uh, we're going to switch gears here, and we're going to let you out of here after this, but uh, we're going to spring training this week, and we're going to be hanging out with you. Yes. Um, What can our listeners and Panini fans expect to hear and see from spring training?
3: Man, it's the the Panini spring training road trip. I think this is year five. Okay. Um, And it's really evolved into the – it's a really fun event to just kind of be a fly on the wall, Mm -hmm. and you get to see a lot of these young – up-and-coming baseball rookies and prospects who who in many cases haven't quite made their mark yet but are really on the verge of it right and you see them um kind of early in their careers and they come in and they're exposed to to what the business side of baseball cards is all about right and um so they'll sign a bunch of their their on-card stuff for the upcoming season all right they'll take photographs they'll be on with you guys as guests and they'll, they'll join uh, two or three of the top breakers in the country, mm. <clears throat> and that's really enlightening. I love watching a player do a group break for the first time, mm-hmm. because it, it resonates with them why we do what we do, and, and kind of how the business works. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because they'll sit down, and they'll, they'll see all the names on the screen, and, and the breaker will be open in the packs, and it, there's this excitement and then the the collector on the other side of the in, in the worldwide web universe right right gets to know this player on a different level right but that player gets to see a side of the business that's so vibrant and gets to understand when we pull a redemption in a box and why that's kind of a bummer right or he didn't sign his cards in time or mm-hmm. whatever right. and right. that guy gets it and right. he kind of knows that that's important to the the people watching so that's a big part of it mm-hmm. Um. And just kind of being there and seeing the, that side of the creation process is right. really cool.
1: That's it, cool. That's a good point, man, because I guess now it gives them some purpose when they're on their, their 2000th autograph to, to make sure that they, that <laughs> right. they do a good job. Yeah. You know, that the, that, so that gives them kind of a purpose. And I guess seeing some of their own cards get pulled is probably kind of cool, too, I would imagine. Well, yeah, really cool.
3: <laughs> and I can't tell you the number of people who've, who've bought in on a break, mm-hmm. who've watched whoever the player is come on. And they become collectors of that player based because, on their right. experience, sure. how he does what, and that's just fun to watch, man. Because you, because you know that 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 person on the other side will now have a a memory that will drive his passion for years and years and years.
0: Of course, my passion is watching Reggie Miller kill the Knicks, <laughs> and that guys <laughs> that next guy's passion is watching Willie Calhoun open guards yes, on <laughs> <you> <laughs> that's awesome. So go. it's
3: a lot of fun, man. You, you guys will enjoy it. I'm. I'm looking forward to having y'all out there. And
0: found out today that the uh, that Mike Payne's going to be in, there with us as yes. well. So uh, anytime Mike is in the in the building, it's it's a lot of fun because he is just a wealth of knowledge of this industry as well. He's oh, been, for sure. So uh, you, you guys work closely together. Oh the yeah, past, he was so. responsible for hiring me yeah. way back when. I'm oh.
3: sure he I'm sure he curses that decision. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
0: <laughs> the the weekend gets better and better, man. Uh, we are really looking forward to bringing you those those shows. Uh, and, and well. Actually the whole the plan is not to bring you one show it's to get as much content as we can and bring you those shows over the co- course of the summer so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for Paul and I Paul and I and I just want to thank Panini for having us out I mean, it's going to be great I think Oh
3: absolutely man we're looking forward to having you guys out there you guys will get you won't come back with a lack of content sure awesome um and the thing that's cool from y'all's perspective is you're as you're interviewing a lot of these guys out in arizona Mm -hmm. is as they bubble up throughout the season or break out throughout the season sure you guys will have a canned interview with somebody right uh, on the front end of that and so to to that part of it is really fun to watch that's That's
0: awesome i can't wait really
1: can't do we leave tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) sunday no (laughs) but uh
0: (laughs) No, we leave Sunday, so that that's that. But this is a uh, live today. If you're listening to it Wednesday, this podcast is live t- today, Wednesday, and this is a uh, mosaic. Go get you some at iCollectPanini.com, dot uh, 12, com, 12 boxes per order per session. And uh, good luck with it because it, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks amazing. Well, thank so, you
3: guys for for being here and for for putting up with me and for interviewing Steph. She's a great great resource and a, a national treasure so
0: <laughs> national treasure <laughs> looking uh, forward see to what it. i did there a little placement <laughs> yeah. drop right there yeah, a little like branding that. right there but well, we'll see
3: you guys in arizona safe uh, travels until then all right you man too. thanks buddy all right all thank right. y'all all right, hey what's up
1: guys it's curtis
0: health first World collectible and you're listening to the fat tax podcast all right back to back stephanie carlson tracy hackler both over at Panini, and it was awesome. It was, absolutely. I enjoyed those both of those um, conversations thoroughly for for different reasons on both of them. Stephanie, again, what a pleasure to
1: talk to For sure. She's so hands-on with everything. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I think we, you know the rumors that we heard that that, that company would not function without her yeah. are very, very true. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> she was great... Um,
0: for someone who's been in the hobby for 28 years just to have the knowledge that she has
1: a card doesn't get made there without her knowing it no that's so cool like <laughs> you know? that's like power man yeah that's like power and of course you know i got a little giddy when she, we didn't get to, to expand too much on it when she, she made pokemon cards yeah. so i was kind of happy about that yep. so i could have talked to her about that for a little bit longer but uh. she was she was so great and again we're celebrating uh,
0: national women's month and it's Just an honor and a pleasure to have her as our first guest for National Women's Month, and uh, look forward to more of those. We got some uh, names in the in the works here that I can't say yet, but no, uh, they're in the hopper. They're in the hopper, and I'm I'm just working on timing. So okay, Works uh, for I'm me. Getting those done. And then Tracy, man, wow. Tracy brought in those samples of uh, well, not, brought in those cards cool. for um, for Mosaic, and he left us eight of them to give away. Sweet. Not only did he leave us eight, he left us probably the eight best. Oh, I was
1: going to say, yeah, I saw a couple of them over there.
0: That, yeah. yeah. So wow, uh, very cool. we got giveaways to go with this this episode here, and um, the cover the cover artwork for this is uh, the card I was talking about, the Reggie Miller gold autograph. It's number two of ten. It's uh, going to be given away to somebody named Eric. Or not? <laughs> <laughs> You're not eligible. I'm not
1: eligible. I'm never eligible. Okay, you it's, can't. Be it's going to be. Uh,
0: and Narek N- <laughs> who wins that card. No, just kidding. Uh, we're going to do giveaways for, man, we have so many. This is what we got. The the three big ones are a Kevin Love autograph, number to 99. Yep. A Jason Tatum autograph, number to 99. That's huge. And the Reggie Miller, number to 10. That's awesome. So we have those to give away, and then we have uh, some gold parallels. We have some green parallels. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Pay attention to our uh, our Twitter feed shortly.
1: Yeah, because we're gonna have those up today, right? yeah, today, today or tomorrow. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have those it'll, up and rock it'll be and up online
0: uh, for giveaways for those. Um, Good deal. I like the product, seeing it firsthand and hearing Tracy talk about it. And you know, I'm a I'm a fan of Prism anyway. I bought the, I
1: bought the case, right? Right, so. you did. You did buy the case. He was like a kid in the candy store talking about it. He sure man. was. Like, he's just very proud of that that product and yeah. and what it's about. So uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I really, you know, go out there and buy it, man. Get yeah. online. Buy it up. Good um, luck
0: with it. It starts at 10, and it's going to be a race. So
1: Yeah, uh, it's going to be a race. That
0: is for sure. Uh, yeah, there, there's that. It's a lot of fun. And then we talked about our
1: spring training trip, which we should talk about right now. Yeah, we can, for sure. Um, I mean, uh, dude, we're going to Arizona. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I don't know if the fat pack, I don't know if the Arizona can handle the fat packs. I, I, you know what? I,
0: I think so. There's a lot of, there's a lot of. Uh, I hear it's like a retirement community there. <laughs> Oh, we're good with old people. Yeah, we like old... No, just, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. We love old people.
1: <laughs> we love old people.
0: My, my dad, uh, he used to tell me, Hey, you know, you should go visit your grandmother. She's not going to be around forever. Right, right, right. And I'm like, does she know that you're peddling visits like that? Like,
1: <laughs> like I'm just going to show up. Hey, granny, your clock's ticking. That's all I'm hearing. Well, it's better than uh, $97. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, let's talk about Arizona.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be uh, with Panini on Monday. Uh with, I, don't, I don't know the breakers that are going to be there. Uh, I, I forget. I they we weren't sure that There were some changes yeah. or something.
1: So, yeah, so it was a little up in the air. But we will uh, we'll definitely let you know who's there. Yeah, and, uh, uh, so we'll be watching
0: uh, Facebook Live for that. We'll do some periscoping. Uh, as much video content as we can. Dude, we're we're going to kill it, man. I want to make sure we bring chargers for <laughs> yeah, our phone exactly. and our cameras and all that stuff. man So uh, we'll be hanging out with, uh, with Panini on Monday. And then Tuesday, we're really looking forward to this. This is going to be a shop appearance uh 8 30 in the morning to 10 30 but likely we'll hang out a little bit longer you know have, have we done a shop appearance never done a shop appearance this is our first shop appearance It's going to be with az sports cards uh it's uh out in phoenix um it's actually near my college really it's near the college i went to oh, okay so, <laughs> all right there you go it's on uh it's on uh camelback road uh so it's it's out there from eight thirty to ten thirty, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. We're, we're gonna interview John, the shop owner. He's been there for thirteen years. I was talking to him this morning. He said uh, people people walk in all the time. I said I, I I don't know that I didn't never knew the shop was here. You hear that all the time, yeah, man. It's, it's so crazy. Exactly, but it's been there for thirteen years, and it's a beautiful shop. I've never obviously we've never been to it. Right, right. But uh, website go to the killer, website man. and just yeah. check out. It's a beautiful shop. So we're look, we're really looking forward to that, and we want you to come out and hang out with us. Uh, we created a, a a Beckett event on the Beckett Media page uh, on the Beckett Media Facebook page. Mm-hmm. We want you to come hang out with us uh, and let me give you about fifteen reasons why. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> we have we have
0: boxes <laughs> of um, what did we have? We have Stars and Stripes baseball that's not out yet. It's not out yet. But out we have some for you guys. Uh, we have Donruss baseball. We do we have elite, uh, elite. has what 11 or 12 autographs per yeah 10, at least at least 10 at yeah. least 10 yep okay so we have all that we've all we that. got t-shirts we got a couple of boxes from the cl- uh, collectible card club yep uh, t- uh to break open with you guys we may maybe we hold back a couple of mosaic singles too maybe yeah, we can do that too we could we, we could, definitely we, hold back a whole couple of mosaic singles yeah um and then we have a, a box of the grand prize is a box? Huge. Is it 2016 or 2017? We'll pull it right hey, now. Pull yeah. it out. Let me see it. Actually, that sounded weird, real weird. Paul, you keep
1: it in. Don't let me see it. <laughs> All right. It's Tw- twenty uh, 2017 National Treasures baseball. That's the grand prize box. That's that's gonna.
0: That's a door prize. For our a... shop appearance on Tuesday,
1: that you could buy a door with this box, yeah, you could probably buy a door with that. <laughs> That's pretty. That's man. our
0: door prize, uh man. Uh, looking forward to seeing somebody win that and opening it up, so we can see what's in it too. For show, sure. you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I hope you guys come and hang out with us if you can and if you're in the area. Looking forward just to being at spring training. uh There's a lot of stuff going on at that shop and then around the area too. You know. Mm-hmm. So if you have time to stop down, please do. Please come say hello. Uh, the more su- su- successful this event is, the more we can probably get out and do this in other areas. Like if you want to – we should do this. We should do uh, like a like a campaign for you to, to pull, pull your shop owner to get the fat packs <laughs> Shopper, out there. There you go. We should. We should <laughs> put that out there. That would be fun. That would be fun. So that's coming up on Tuesday, the 20th. Eight thirty to
1: ten thirty, but I, I I'm more, sure we'll more be than likely we'll hang out a little longer. They said I'm about serving lunch, so I'm sure we'll be yeah, there for that. <laughs> we'll be around.
0: <laughs> be around. Also, hey, on Twitter, if you listen to this, where where should we eat? Where should we eat in the Phoenix, the greater Phoenix, Phoenix area? Uh, I love Mexican food, and I'm I'm assuming that there's a great Mexican food there. So I would imagine there's some
1: of that. <laughs>
0: um, we also love buffets. Yeah, we like and buffets. A good steak. Yeah, so. a good steak. So please tell us where we should eat. Get at us on Twitter. Uh, like, use like hashtag fat packs eat here or something. Right like there, that. you go. I like that. And uh, let us know where we can uh, find some grub out there because we are definitely looking for places to be. And then uh, we'll we'll be in we're staying in the, in the Scottsdale area. So the the figure the map that I posted the the graphic has us. In Scottsdale, right, with arrows pointing to Scottsdale, it's not to indicate that where our shop appearance is going to be in Scottsdale. That's in Phoenix. Yes. So, but we're in
1: Scottsdale. We're in Scottsdale. Yes. Just to clear clarify there, there, (laughs) There get that all cleared up. (laughs) Good stuff, man. Yeah, because we got. um, have Have you ever been to spring training? Never been. Now you work for the Mariners, so you've been around a lot of baseball. Yeah, but man, I'm, I've never been to spring training, and the little kid in me, like my stomach's like got a little butterfly action. Going it's a on. little like, like, exciting. I get it. You know, um,
0: I don't have that because I think because I worked around baseball for right, so right, long, right. but I understand it because yeah. I, I can tell you, uh, you know, Opening Day 2010 when I'm in when I'm in Safeco for the first time, I had the same butterflies. Nice. So I understand being around. Uh, it's. I don't know. When, when I always dreamed of working in sports, and then I did it, you right. know? And being that close to the game is a little intimidating at first, and then it, it, then it kind of comes commonplace. It's fun to be there, right? Right. But the, the the access that you have at spring training to players and teams and organizations is unlike anywhere
1: else. So uh, this is going to be a new experience for me too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, we have such great opportunities there to. Uh, to hang out, meet some of the guys, and um, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. And, again, want to thank Panini for uh, inviting us out to, to hang with them. And, again,
0: AZ Sports Cards, thank you for uh, allowing us to come set up. And uh, we, we look forward to uh, speaking with John, the owner, and seeing everybody out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Indeed. All right. Speaking of a lot of fun, the
1: NFL business year opens today. Whew, man. And – Happy New Year to some and uh, good riddance to others, (laughs) I guess. Um, It's been a wild and crazy run, that's for sure. All right, so let me ask you this. As the football
0: guy... I mean you, you can't overreact right now, right? You can't just start making price changes cuz Kirk Cousins signs with the with the Vikings or anything like that. Well, I mean, I'm bitter. You're bitter. So all his <laughs> cards are going down. No, I'm just I'm
1: kidding folks, kidding. As but, a Redskin fan, uh, yes, obviously I would love to have kept Cousins, Cousins him going to Minnesota, though I'm telling you, like I haven't seen any ticks yet in his cards cuz he hasn't officially signed or whatever, sure. but they're going to be legit next year. Yeah. I mean, not to not to bust football knowledge on people, but they have such a good basis to, to win 12, 13 games next year and, right. uh, and, and make a run at it. So, I, As a Redskins fan, you should be happy that the Cowboys are standing pat because they've done nothing.
0: And they have done nothing,
1: but the Redskins keep losing people. We've <laughs> lost uh, Breland now. We've lost Fuller. We've lost Cousins. Um, it, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Nah. So they're letting some of the good guys go. Um, talks of signing Paul Richardson is in the works though. Forty million? Yeah, I don't know if he's a
0: forty million dollar guy. I don't huh? think
1: so either, man. I think we could have, you know, kept D Jackson Garcon or something, you right. know, better uh, two years ago. But uh, I just don't think he's forty million with Alex Smith throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Like yeah. if we had a gunslinger throwing him the ball, it's a totally different story. So, um He's, know. he's definitely a down the field guy. Yeah, and I just. I don't know. We'll see if Alex Smith can get him the ball, or they can create situations to where he can get the ball in the open field to be able to uh, sure. to showcase that forty million. Sure. So, but we'll see. Um, but not just talk about the Redskins. I mean, the Browns are busy. The Cleveland Browns are busy. It, the day, So it starts at three o'clock today. Yes. Um,
0: that's Central Time. Right. But the Hyde this morning, Carlos Hyde this morning. Oh. I guess my rainbow's
1: done. I'm done with the rainbow. Yeah, the, I don't <laughs> want to do that no more. <laughs> I don't do that no more. Oh uh, yeah, man. Look, you know, the Carlos Hyde pickup, um, signing Jarvis Landry. Uh uh-huh. um, Well, that was a trade, right? That was that a trade. trade yeah, getting getting Jarvis Landry, uh, signing Carlos Hyde. Um, I, they have just been so active. Sure, you know, out there, and uh, they picked up somebody else. I can't think right now. I'm drawing a blank. Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. That's yeah. the one. Yep. Tyrod Taylor from the Bills. Um, and they have like seven picks. The Bills you the Browns f- two, yes.
0: Yeah. With the Bills, they swapped picks. Now they have the 12th and the 22nd. Yeah. But they have two picks in the first, second, and third round. That
1: That screams rebuild. I mean – A good shot at rebuilding, right? Yeah, because they really don't have a quarterback at the moment. Well, yeah, they don't, dude. I mean, uh, they have Nathan Peterman, which, no, not saying anything bad about him. Yeah, I mean, the dude, whether he got a fair shot or not, I mean, I think he threw six interceptions in two games or something crazy. Um, Poor guy. Two quarters, I think. (laughs) Yeah, it might have been two quarters. I was trying to be nice. Um, Yeah, that poor guy. So I don't know what their future looks like up there. Yeah. but man, just a um, lot, a lot of activity. Um, the Bears getting better, mm-hmm. signing um, Robinson. Yep. Um, the you know with the the Kansas City went after Watkins. Looks like that's going to happen. Um,
0: that yeah. Kansas City deal with Watkins. That's uh, four years, forty-eight million. Something, something crazy like Com- that. The Cowboys woke up yesterday, going, "Oh, we're going to get Des to take a pay cut." Right, and then that Watkins new came over, and they were like, "Sod of a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah."
1: Yeah, the Cowboys have done
0: zilch, zero, yeah.
1: zero, and nothing, yeah. and all they keep talking about is, is Dez going to be on the team? Is he not? Is he taking a pay cut? Is he not? What's his role going to be? He keeps tweeting out weird stuff. And yeah. I don't know, man. It's kind of a, kind of a little bit of a debacle at the moment. What do down you think there? What do you think about Sherman going to the Niners? Well, I mean, we talked about this yesterday a little bit. I mean, I think that was just a, um, I think it was just a big, you know, kind of middle finger, kind of thing yeah. to uh, to the to the Seahawks. I mean, I don't think you know they even said it on ESPN. They don't think they thought it through. I mean, sure. Here I am, Richard Sherman. You know, I'm not as young as I used to be. The 49ers. I mean, Jimmy G's good and whatnot, but I don't. They're not a contender. You know, someone like a Sherman, I would have thought would have tried to sign with a contender, somebody sure. that's got a shot you know, get in with Minnesota, get in with uh you know the Patriots, get in with somebody else to to try to get that suit another Super Bowl ring rather than kind of settle for finishing your career as a niner. Sure, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I he went there so he can intercept Russell Wilson as often as possible. He did and then run a few safety blitzes probably mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatnot yep. and try to destroy um his uh, former teammates. But uh yeah, I don't think that was a good idea. It's uh it's been a busy
0: a busy uh, period and the season hasn't even started. So no. today at three o'clock, when when that clock you know that clock strikes three, all that all this stuff starts falling. It's going to be interesting. And it, it, what a busy, wonderful week too, because you also have March Madness. Well, it started last night. It did. Yeah,
1: uh, I didn't catch much of the first game. I didn't catch either. I didn't catch anything last night before. But I watched.
0: I watched all of the second game. Did you uh, really? I really did. Wow, you don't um,
1: watch basketball usually.
0: It it was fun. I I. I I had a casual interest in it. Okay. Just because it was UCLA and, and St. Bonnie's and they're, you know, two number 11s um, playing in. And I didn't, like, I, I had this, like, I just little, it's UCLA. There's a lot of history there. And, you know, they're an 11 seed. What's going to happen? St. Bonnie's whipped that
1: ass. <laughs>
0: It was, like, the the game was close in score, but it wasn't a close wasn't game. It wasn't a close game. It was not. St. Bonnie's turned over UCLA, like, nine times in the, in the opening period. Wow. And they got so many points off of fast breaks and turnovers that it was just ridiculous. UCLA came back. Okay. And then St. Bonnie's opened up the second uh-huh. with, like, another 11 turnovers. <laughs> oh, so it was uh, – <laughs> It was nuts. And the game was closer than uh the the sc- the score was closer than what the game actually it
1: was 65-58 yeah, was it, the it, final.
0: It it I don't really think it was that close because St. Bonnie's was turning those guys over <laughs> left and right. And it was a fun game to watch. I love as much as I don't watch basketball all that much, I love March Madness just like everybody else because anything can happen. Yep, that's true. And uh what what we're going to do is introduce our uh our our bracket this season. So uh be looking for that later today on uh, Twitter. I'm working on the prize.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Uh, that's the only reason I haven't posted it yet. And once we get it, once I get the okay for the prize, uh, I'll go ahead and announce it. But I'll go ahead and post the. the uh, I'll go ahead and post the bracket challenge so you can get in and and play. Yep, and try to beat me. And try to beat Paul, which he's not confident in his bracket right now. I am so not. I'm, like,
1: I'm not. I'm gonna take some time this afternoon. I. You know? Make it better. You might as well get Virginia out of there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I, yeah, I never, I never never liked Virginia to begin with. Okay. Being a growing up, a Maryland fan, ACC guy, you don't like Virginia, Mm -hmm. Duke, North Carolina, none of those ACC teams. So I don't think, none of them will be in the final, (laughs) in the final game for me.
0: I think only one number one is going to make it Xavier.
1: (laughs) You're an underdog kind of guy. So I thought I I could see you. I
0: think one, one number, I think Texas Tech is a real problem. I think Duke's a real problem. They're both threes. Uh, Michigan's a two, I think. They're a two or a three. They're going to they're gonna be a real problem. Um, yeah, it's it's going to – I don't think – I mean, it usually all ends up shock at the end anyways. Right. But I only think one one number one's going to make it. All right. So let's there see what go. happens. Uh, now, my bracket might not reflect that at all. <laughs> it might not. <laughs>
1: well, my first bracket had Gonzaga winning at all.
0: See, that's another team that I, I – they're always around, man. Mark Few has won like 19 billion tournament <laughs> wins. You know, he's, yep. just, he's just he's such a good coach and he gets them He gets them there every year and then they fall short. They're just missing the like time. one player. Yeah. Just, yeah you know, something like that. One, one thing. So it's yeah. So anyways, it's, it's turning time. We're ready for it. Uh, hope you guys are going to enjoy the prize that we hopefully get. I think they're going to say yes. I don't know why they wouldn't. So um, that'd be great. All right, Paul. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. Uh, we have some work to go do. Oh,
1: man, what a party pooper!
0: I will say. I want to say this before we. Leave. <laughs> I, I talked about synergy last week. Yes. Uh, Upper deck synergy. Yes. And I think you guys liked it as much as I did because the the secondary market I can actually get this pretty pretty well priced now. So good. Well, there you go. Uh, this is. I liked the product a lot. It was a fun product, and. Um, I look forward to going to sit down and look at the results and seeing cool, see what happened. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, but most importantly, mosaic drops today, ten o'clock, ten a.m. Central
1: Time. Ho- hopefully, we'll get something to open. We heard a rumor that they might send some over for us yeah, to, yeah, uh, send some over to, to do, to do a little box yeah. busters with. So. Uh,
0: we got giveaways for that. To look forward to, look for those. It is eight o nine right now Central Time. Eight o nine Central Time right now on Wednesday, March fourteenth, Pie Day, National Pie Day. But it's the, yeah, yeah, the number pie, Yeah, not I'm,
1: like the pie we would enjoy.
0: That's right. And rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Yes, um,
1: yes. Who probably figured out pie. and yeah. we just didn't know about it. Yeah, there was <laughs>
0: a thing there, yeah. Yeah. like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Three. So it's uh, March fourteenth, eight oh nine a.m. That drops at ten. This will be up by eight forty-five. Go check it out. Go. <laughs> No pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. All right, uh, guys, thanks for hanging out. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Jericho.
1: See, oh, deep through the keyhole to see this one light. just lurking in the darkness, won't leave living tonight. Punchline for this fight, because their heads ain't fed right. How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight? Can't huh, do good and live right. Kick snares and high hats, they be the get right. here they give the blind sight. What? Me and my people just might tonight. All right. Me and my people just
3: might.
2: Me and my people
1: Crimes vicious, still sound stupendous Other cats on the radio, they sound horrendous We some mind benders, and they never been pretenders You out here trying to end us, but y'all just beginners We some natural born killers, and we creepin' through your windows, man We the fucking realest, man, regardless if you feel us, man Don't make me call the hitters, to pay the grave diggers Man, I'm just playing.